M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. Is there something you know that we don't know? Is someone coming for our pussy? This is M. Salation. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever said. Oh, I didn't think of that. Fuck, that's what I've been getting wrong. And just remember, if it's too fatty, just heat it up. You're in M. Salation. If that's not in a promo somewhere, I don't want to live anymore. Hello, darlings. <laughs> I got Ben, producer giggling Ben in the background. Uh... I love you. I love you too. We're getting there. This is a huge thing that we do every week and it used to just be me in my attic recording into dodgy equipment, Michael in his study doing the same thing and um, we just make it with with the two of us really and Matt, my old producer. And now it's a cast of thousands. I cry most weeks. Uh, But we'll get there. The sound today, the sound quality is good, A1. Fantastic. Uh, we've got new equipment from Rode. Thank you, Rode. I, unfortunately, halfway through the podcast, got my period. And, um, you know, as I've learned is an ADHD personality quirk, I feel the need to speak exactly what happens and bypass the filter in my brain. So as it was happening, I said it out loud and chaos ensued. There was nothing because I'm in a gay man's house. What a misogynist, eh? And... Um, Podcast will wait. Then we were talking about two-minute noodles being used as pads. I don't know what happened. It was chaos. Uh, but in there we did manage to talk about some other things. Um, what I wanted to remind you of, this is very, very, very important. This is the last week you will be able to get the Emsolation podcast on any other platform other than Spotify. So next week you can only hear us on Spotify. That's it. Nowhere else. No other platform We've not gone. Don't send messages to my daughter on the socials. Where are you? We will only be on Spotify. They're paying mummy the big bucks for that. So that's why we're doing it. Support it. Go follow us on Spotify. Make sure you're following us and you get alerted to when the app comes. It's a free app. Emsolation will always be free unless I decide it's not. And it is my prerogative. (laughs) Nah, it will always be free unless I decide it's not. So do that. Very important. Reminder, reminder. Download the Spotify app directly after you've listened to this for the last time on, I don't know, Apple or iTunes or Google Play or wherever the fuck you listen. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Another reminder that my national tour is on sale. And yes, I will keep banging on about this because I'm really proud of it because my band need to be paid because you guys need a night out. Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide, I'm coming to you first. Get those tickets. Come along and see me, my band, my dad, my daughter. I'd really love it. Just go to, I don't know, mrassiano.com somewhere. You know where I'm everywhere. I'm prolific. I'm a pest. Okay, I'm going to keep the intro short um, because it's a long old ep today, but um, hopefully it's a better listening experience for you all. I just said to Ben before we started recording, this needs to be less stressful. (laughs) So we'll get there. And, um, yeah, next week look forward to a new theme song to, like, totally professional podcast host. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? Nah, it'll just be like, it'll be contained chaos instead of me like crying and bleeding simultaneously, which is what happened this week. <laughs> Poor Ben. This is the problem with all gay men running the fucking podcast. I love you and your vagina. <laughs> Thank you. And that's against your religion. I don't care. <laughs> and to another gay man, MDV, who edits, play the music. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Okay, we have new microphones. Yeah. <laughs> We're facing each other. 
We have the right eye line too. Which we have is- the right eye line. We have flattering lighting. We have a giggling Ben in the room monitoring. You can yell out, hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to this week's Emsolation. Uh, I'm hoping, God, there were so many Russian hackers trying to bring us down last week. It was great. <laughs> it sounded like I was crossing live from inside a toilet. Did yeah. you listen? You Russian sounded- hackers loom large in your mind. <laughs> I'm interested to know why you feel like you're a particular target for them because clearly... I don't know. I just feel like, you know, if they were going to target anyone, I would be an interesting person to target because they're kind of <laughs> bonkers and I'm all over the place. Like, it would be boring following someone like Koshi. Like, imagine if you were a Russian hacker and you were tasked with stalking Koshi. Boring. Yeah. But me, every day would be a new adventure. I hope you got the Russian hacker that was previously put on bringing down Hillary. They've just transitioned. <laughs> you, we got her. She didn't win. She never became president now. There's a comedian in Melbourne. Yeah. She's mouthy. Yeah, she's mouthy. She's uppity. Uh, all right, we're going to go straight in. We have lots to talk about. As usual, Chella put it out to all the insulators what they want us to talk about. A lot of different topics got thrown up. Queensland's Deputy Premier Stephen Miles accidentally calling ScoMo a cunt during his speech at the Labor Day march in Brisbane. Well. <laughs> we also accidental in quotation marks. Well, let's have a listen, okay? Let's have a listen now. And before we get to the, the audio, I'll just let you know that Steve was annoyed that ScoMo was in town and had elected to attend the Rockhampton Beef Week Annual Industry Awards. What a night that would be. Holy shit. Ring-a-ding-ding. Let's talk about beef, boys. Instead of the rally. Let's have a listen. Scott Morrison's in town. He's holding $5,000 a seat fundraisers. So think about that, will you? Albo's here with us at Labor Day, while Scott Morrison's charging 5000 bucks ahead to have dinner with him. What a con- contrast. Don't we need... A- Okay, so he meant contrast. <laughs> guys, he was trying to say contrast. I would, I would seriously. I know he's just going to absolutely stick by it. it. Was a, it was a stumble, and I respect that he has to do that. But I would love to know because I could believe that it was he saw the opportunity in the moment and thought, you know what, I could do. I could just go a, and contrast, or whether it was completely pre-planned. What's your? I mean, if you had to put money on it. Either way, he's won. Do you know oh, what I mean? I think like- he has won too. I know. In, in a lot of other political cultures, this might not work. But in Australia, I think we, we love political figures that are happy to have a, I don't know, a rough edge and a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen. This is him. This is Stevie Boy saying it was a mistake. I would never use that language. Not in those terms. I understand I might have stuttered while speaking earlier and that some in the crowd might have misheard what I said. I want to be very, very clear that I was using the word contrast. Okay, so, but I have done a forensic study of the video of the moment he says the C-bomb. Break it down for us. And his face twitches. Like, we'll make sure we put it online. But his face kind of contorts a bit like a little kid who's done something naughty and he's just surveying the room to check if mum's seen. Like, it's a total weird-ass sweaty face, like going... And then he quickly corrects himself. But I just think there was a moment of thrilling anticipation. Did the audience catch it? Uh, Right? I don't know. I I do think it was deliberate. Can I just say also M is 
Sorry. Wait a minute. My Something's happened with my movie recording. What? It's just frozen. I don't know what's happening. The screen's frozen. It says it's still doing it. We are cursed. We are cursed. I'm going to stop We're it. fucking cursed. Hang on. Let me see what happens at the end. Okay. Oh, no. It was still recording. Oh, was it still recording? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We are fucking cursed. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I, I'm going to remember where I was up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just change it to my phone. I'll just, I'll just put on the what? phone. We bought this camera special. This is a newly installed piece of software. Yeah. Um, so I know. Russian hackers, <laughs> fuck off, Vladimir. I don't want you here in your long leather coat. Are you really? What are you well, doing? yeah, I'm pretty What about, you got to have good lighting, bitch. You can't have it. It's the same. Chins. It's exactly the same lighting. All right. Fine. It's just a little bit down. I'm really sorry about that. I just don't know. I don't make sure, to... don't make sure you're not in that fucking 4K because we couldn't send your videos last week. Fuck. Um, 4K. It oh, just shit. Says, I've got my period and I forgot to put a pad in. Damn it. Oh, my God. Oh, because I only just got it this morning and I forgot. Oh, guys, I'll just sit with my legs crossed. Two gay men who are going to have to deal with a fallout of a period if it goes in my pants. In fact, I don't even think anything went wrong with that, so maybe I will just go back All to right, the quick time. going, but I'm going to be thinking about my period the whole time. And because I'm in a house full of gay men, there's no fucking pads. So I just want to say that I hope that, uh, <laughs> <I> hope... <laughs> oh no, hang on. Oh, what now? I don't have any other pants to put on. <sighs> I'm going to have to pause and get some. It was Adrian... get, always going to happen. I just, I keep it in. Em's literally got a period in the middle of <sighs> the podcast. <laughs> Come on. I'm already the period queen. People already send me all the vagina stuff and now my period is. Just if you're going to ask if we've got pads, I'm really sorry, Em. We don't. We you do. should. That is not inclusive of you. Racist. (laughs) Is it misogynist? Misogynist against bleeding people. Why don't you have pads here? I don't even What do you need? Toilet paper. (gasps) (laughs) Towels. Those towels that Tella use. I'm not not going into labour. I don't need towels. (laughs) How fucking uneducated are you? Should I call an obstetrician? No. You, I'm going to put some toilet paper in my undies. Hang on. Oh, the There's a bathroom there. I've probably got... Fucking Japanese flag already. Hang on a minute. Oh, God. You don't. Don't look at my phone. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Shit. Oh. <laughs> I was out at dinner last night with two women who were talking about how they had to get, like, cancerous cells burnt off their cervix. Oh. And they, and, and they, but they both, they, op- they had the option of doing a general. They decided to do it local and they said you could smell it. And I, this was that was my dinner conversation. No. So there's a real common theme that's emerging. Burning flesh. <laughs> Everyone's thinking about my bleeding vagina. All right. Oh, it's beautiful and it's natural. Fucking dunny paper up the clacker is like eating peanut butter without with a dry mouth. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know that feeling? You know when you eat peanut butter and you're thirsty, so your mouth is like. That's yeah. what it's like, the equivalent. My vagina's just eating Your vagina's the mouth thirsty. and the paper, paper is kind of is your the, lack of saliva. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Okay, so. Um, anyway, you read the facial tics. Oh, yeah, oh look, I had, a good, I had a good comeback for that, which is basically Go. like, I think, I know there are royal lip readers and I think you should offer your services being a royal facial watch, <gasps> facial twitch watcher. I'm very good at that. I, I've, obs- I've obsessed over the video. I have but to, to recap, you think that he was, the anticipation meant it was forethought and he knew it was coming yeah. and he had a last little moment of buzzy wobble. And absolutely, absolutely. I think halfway through saying the word cunt, he faltered. 
mm. I think. But he, he also planned the contrast. Like, he planned that shit. Mm. But I just also, like, I want to just focus on the event that ScoMo was at too. Like, what kind of night is that? Sorry, let me just get the exact title. It is the Rockhampton Beef Week Annual Industry Award. <laughs> $5,000 a table yeah. to sit with ScoMo. Oh. Totes. So a cattle farmer would pay Do you feel that, like who'd you? be doing a tight five there? Not M. Rassiano. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, bitches! <laughs> uh, I feel like... I feel the like irony <laughs> is, I mean, if you think about it, who, you actually have quite an expansive list of people you would pay $5,000 to sit next to to dinner. True. But he's not one of them. No, he is not. I feel like they get Heasy for something like that. Do you feel like Heasy would be Beef Week... Royalty. You'd want him to be. He's I got a voice so. that just sounds like Rockhampton <laughs> beef to me. <laughs> but um, Steve has come for Scott before. So this is like a, this is, there is beef. Okay. Pun oh, boom. Woo! Yeah, she's bleeding and funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, he accused him of rolling out the vaccine in such a disastrous form to distract from all the shit that was going on with women in Parliament House. Really? Yeah. That is a hell of an accusation. Yeah, that's what he said. Accuse him of using the vaccine rollout to distract from the way women are being treated in Parliament House, quote, and criticised ScoMo over refusing to build a purpose-made quarantine facility in Queensland after a billionaire offered to pay for it. So he has come for ScoMo before. So the C-bomb, 100%, 100% deliberate. I do feel, I mean, it does, I'm with him on the whole, why don't we have a proper quarantine facility? Oh, can we talk about that? Yeah. Let's talk about that because I... Uh, well, before we get to that, obviously ScoMo's been copying so much sh- shit, including from Andrew Bolt. Now, here's a sentence. We agree with Andrew Bolt. I know, I know. <laughs> I had to read that headline and check the article so, so many, many times. times. I was like, it's been a mistake. Andrew yeah. Bolt calls out Scott Morrison for being racist. What? 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 Up is down. Left is right. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I read it and I was like, what? I feel weird. I feel like, should I be deliberately a... Pa- I know, you have to fight your natural inclination to disagree. Totes. Yeah. But so, so he has said... So it was a weird thing, though, because um, Greg Hunt, speaking of... Um, <laughs> Minister for Health and Aged Care, Greg Hunt, uh, at midnight, it was a weird announcement. It, came, it slid through at midnight on um, April 30th. Mm. They said uh, it would now be temporarily illegal for Australians to return home from India. And there's about 9,000 Australian mm. citizens currently in India. Mm. And immediately it was slammed by human rights groups and they said, look, it's an emergency determination under the Biosecurity Act and anyone who defies it will face a $66,000 fine oh, and five years so in awful. jail. And everyone's like, um, where was this kind of ban on Italy yeah. and the USA America, yeah. and the UK? Yeah. You know, the what? Could perceived oh, white countries. Yeah. Is this just because this involves Indian Australians, people of colour? And it's like, nah, nah, nah. But it's quite obviously a racist policy. Oh, I know. It's just the bare bones of it. It's in black and white. It is a double standard. It is a massive double standard. And I can't stop thinking about, imagine if you were Indian Australian, you had family over there That's that exactly were really struggling mm-hmm. or died mm-hmm. and you went over they there did. to help the family and now mm-hmm. your home country has mm-hmm. slammed the door on you and made it illegal for you to re-enter. And you you were born here. You're, you're a, a taxpayer. You're like, you're this a, is your country. Oh. But... Like, and, and there's plenty of, obviously, Indian, uh, like Australian citizens who were born in India but have also become Australian citizens. Like, but the, the most heartbreaking one I read was a mother let her two-year-old go with her parents to India over Christmas mm. and she hasn't seen the two-year-old since. They can't get her back in. Oh. 
Oh, it's Can you so imagine? awful. It's, it's, it's like Elio. I, I just put much, just think, oh, my God. Mm. But it's horrible. It's actually horrible. And, you know, oh, God, the cricketers, some oh, Australian yeah. cricketers. Well, I mean, in some ways so that the, the racist nature of all of this is unfortunately not much of a surprise. What is a surprise is they didn't check the location of, of the, the cricketers. cricketers. <laughs> because ScoMo loves a photo op with the cricketers. He, he likes to be on side with the cricketers. He's pulled he that out a lot, but they're angry with him. It's amazing. Two cricketers managed to slip in before the midnight announcement. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Isn't that amazing? I find it amazing. So it's kind of like it's the Hunger Games for mm. any Austra- Indian Australian. ScoMo's like, oh, well. May the odds be ever in your favour. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mark McGowan, the fucking WA Premier, is like, yeah, it is the epicentre of death and destruction. Thanks. Thanks, oh guys. But you're fucked. It is so gross. And we need emsolation listeners. We need purpose-built quarantine centres, hotel quarantine. Mm. Hotels, the Ibis and the Mandra, whatever they call them, Mantra. Mantra, I feel. Those hotels were not purpose-built for biosecurity no. threats. They're for bucks nights. They're for getting drunk after conferences. They're the, where you put your band when you're going on tour. <laughs> oh, have used those facilities. They're fabulous for those things. They're not there to contain viruses. No, not airborne viruses. No, no way. So the fact that the government will not build purpose-built quarantine facilities where the user pays and billionaires are offering to pay for the build so it will literally cost the government nothing... The fact that they're refusing that is mine. And it's not like, I mean, the pandemic has been going for well over a year now. So it's not like this is something that's crept up. And also we know the 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 one outside of Darwin, the outside one, everyone knows that they've never had a breach of that. No. It's, I mean, they did have someone try and run out of it, but they've never had a virus no. outbreak from that. Mm. They know it works. Mm. It's outdoor, like, you know, there's outdoor areas and all of that. It works for everyone. And they are not expensive things to build. No. And the people who are staying there have to pay. Do you know mm. what I mean? And this is going to be a problem. We're going to have to be bringing in people from other countries for a long time to come. Mm. And also just say that, that, that it's all over. It's affordable. It's a place to put people who need emergency housing, who need emergency accommodation. Yeah. These facilities will not go to waste once the pandemic, if it's ever over, is over. And also, <laughs> not to make it too harshly, but it's just true. When we have in the past, suddenly our government has decided they want to make some sort of offshore detention centre. Uh-huh. They've like billions instantly, billions, and mm, it's done instantly. Mm, mm, mm. I know it's pretty gross. So if anyone's listening, if you have family in India, we're sorry. It's just an asshole move by the government. But and then Scomo went on the Today Show and said, "Ah, oh, we probably mm. won't find people. It probably won't happen. Like I doubt it. Doubt anyone's going to go to jail." It's the most oh, awkward step back. These laws have been in place. Um, under the Biosecurity Act and the measures were put in place for 14 months. No one's gone to jail. They've, they've been used very judiciously to protect Australia. That's what they're there for. But what's he saying? So the rules are in place, but you don't really you have don't to, have to listen them, to them. But you might get arrested. It's a hunger game. Yeah, and he's the same PM that said, I have to back the rule of law. And now he's essentially saying, look, there is a law, but, I mean, you know. If you get a nice we, border we, security... We? <laughs> So he goes, I'm sure border security will handle it in a nice, you know, in a compassionate manner as they're oh. known to. I'm like, are they? Are they known to be compassionate border security? Oh. I know. It's all, it's a massive clusterfuck and I'm I'm interested to see, especially especially if Bolt's gone against him, what's he going to do? Okay. God, we've already covered some really tough stuff. I've got my period. God, it's exhausting already. My favourite topic for the week uh, has to be the walking red flag and thirsty hornbag that is Ben Affleck. Mm. He's my favourite thing. I know, just when you think he surely delivered it all he's going to deliver, there's another twist. And I genuinely didn't see either of these things coming. No, neither. The first one, um, obviously, is that he was spotted hanging out with Jennifer Lopez. 
Yes. Could be a return of Benefer. Well, they, yes, he was seen coming out of her car and thankfully the paps helpfully left part of her licence plate in Thank so God. that we could confirm that it was her car. The only thing that I would say is that they were in that Vax Live special they had in the US. It was this big celebrity special encouraging people and both of them were presenters on that. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was a bit of a, we're in contact anyway, let's break the ice. Or they're having a wild affair. She's having a rebound. Oh, God. let's. I'll get back to that because I have some thoughts. But the, our real favourite thing was actress Naveen Jay made a TikTok video and there's this thing that it's a, it's a video that people have been making. It's a TikTok trend and I know this because I have a daughter who's a TikTok witch. <laughs> Basically, you take a video that made you cringe, something you did in your past, an embarrassing moment, and before it there's a song that gets played. Um, we'll, we'll play it for you. So the song that gets played first, there's words on the screen and then it flashes to the moment that they're talking about that made them cringe. And this girl had thinking about the time I matched with Ben Affleck on Raya and then unmatched because I didn't think it was him and he sent me a video. That was her thing. And then this video plays. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. So (laughs) he's tracked her down on Instagram to send her this video message. Oh, what? I know, just the lack of chill in the, in the whole chill. situation. But then part of me, I've watched that video a number of times. Is he doing an entertaining spin on douchebaggery or is it just pure? Pure. Unf- really? It, wow. Pure. And he's 48 and she's 23, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Why'd you unmatch me? It's me. It's me. So she didn't think it was the real Ben Affleck, right? But she's on this app, which I, of course, gone and tried to join because I'm obsessed with it. It's called Raya. Isn't it a dating app? It's a Tinder for the rich and famous. Now, to get on it, you have to apply. You have to also have a reference from a trusted source and then you're placed on a waiting list. And it's a very long process to get accepted. Uh, And then you have to do like, you have to send multiple pitches and possibly bank statements, I don't know, to prove you are of the stature that you say you are. (laughs) Yeah, I sincerely hope you turn to Scott and ask for all of the documentation you need. Before you join the Tinder for the I did look. Famous. I did look hard. And um, and and then, but, like, Demi Lovato uses Raya. Oh. Drew Barrymore uses Raya. Not anymore. She said it was a disaster. But she said she, she'd been on three dates. I think, I don't know. It feels like. I just want to join Raya to make friends with people. Would that be weird? <laughs> I'm not DTF. <laughs> no, I'm DT. I am DTF. Down to friend. <laughs> this is more a networking opportunity for me. Guys, I've got a really great idea for a movie. Anyone want it? And <laughs> <M>. Russiano, <laughs> looking for honest platonic connections. <laughs> anyway, so I just. It, it's the audacity for me. It's the oh, thinking no. that she wouldn't release that video either. I know. You know, like in like to just today we're seeing Chloe Kardashian's baby daddy Tristan has been called out again by another woman who says that he's been cheating on her and she's got all the receipts and she's putting them online and Chloe sent this girl a message saying, Can we talk confidentially? The girl screenshotted that, put that online. Like, you don't get Protected if you're mm. uber famous and rich, people give zero. Fuss no, if anything, that. it's more you get hunted. Yeah, Zac Efron also this week a woman's come out and said she was sleeping with him two months before we even knew he was in the country. And I can report that she said he very much is about only pleasing the lady. Oh, don't. <laughs> it's not often a man doesn't feel the need to finish. 
<laughs> during a session with a hot young ingenue. I'm just saying, great that he's down for the ladies' only pleasure, but have no what's idea going what on? What are you implying? Anyway, my point is, this girl has come forward with no qualms about adding mm. Zac Efron. So mm. all celebrities are on notice. Mm. People just don't give shit. Mm. What I do give shit about is J Lo's terrible taste in men. Oh, <laughs> he's looking at my notepad. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> tell them, tell them my history of obsession. Oh, it, it stretches back a long way. I mean, but J-Lo has really, really delivered in terms of her love life over the years. Oh. Like, I feel like we've, our entire adult lives, oh. we've watched J-Lo's love life. And it what? I mean, Puff Daddy. Oh, mate, let's let's Okay, let's go, give, it, give okay. it to us. Husband number one, 1997, Ajani Noah. Now, that was when Selena came out, the big movie, the yeah. biopic, when her yeah. career just skyrocketed. Yeah. yeah. And he is... A trash human. Basically, as soon as she got famous, he couldn't hack it because he was a waiter slash actor and mm. then tried to peddle around their honeymoon video uh-huh, oh. and sell the story. So she got rid of him. Thank God. Trash. Number two, though, ugh, Tommy Mottola. Now, let's talk about this. I did not know yes, that. This is the origin of the Mariah yeah. v. J-Lo hatred. Because, because it's rumoured. She was, he was married to Mariah yeah, and he's the Svengali or yeah, whatever. yeah. Creepily married to Mariah, who was much younger. Mm. Like, there's a lot of speculation well, about... Well, j would have been much younger too. How old was Mariah when that relationship was happening? Mm. And remember, he's the head of Sony Music, guys, the head of Sony Music. And then j kind of came to the picture and Tommy and Mariah split. And it is rumoured that j and Tommy dated very soon after the Mariah-Tommy split. And that is why Mariah hates j I always thought... That because he was the head of Sony Pictures. Remember, J-Lo was an actress who yeah. we knew could kind of sing. Yeah. I always thought that when Mariah kicked him to the curb, he deliberately made J-Lo a massive pop star yeah. using all the resources, sent her straight to number one, kind of like to say to Mariah, you could be having these number ones, you're not going to get them. Oh, and well. maybe even with a little side of, and she's not even half the singer you are, but you know what? She's... She's stuck at number one. I might have just invented that. No, definitely that no, happened. No, but the timeline, that's what the timeline's The timeline's like. good. Mm. I like that. Then she moved to P. Diddy, 99 to 2001. During that time, he was arrested multiple times and cheated on her multiple times. J-Lo, and were they once shot at or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, and mm. she got taken into custody too when they were shot at. Mm. Um, and this is what she said, I never caught him, but I just knew. He'd say he was going to a club for a couple of hours and then never came back that night. Yeah, that's a reasonable sign. <laughs> 0102, husband number two, Chris Judd. Three words, former backup dancer. Three magical words as far as I'm concerned. Not on her level. was never going to work. Okay? <laughs> Terrible choice. But Terrible choice. always goes the backup dancers and they don't tend to last long, do they? Although no. she's with one now. No. Oh, please. 2004, uh, Ben Affleck, enough said. Well, walking Oh, what flag. a time, though. Run! As commemorated in the Jenny from the Block video clip. <laughs> I still remember the bit where they're on the yacht sunbaking and he sort of, like, rubs her ass. Like, yeah, it was a fascinating time. Benefit, they made the most terrible movies together. It's wild. I'm sorry. Do we know each other? Not yet. I guess Lewis would feel more comfortable if there were two independent contractors working on this. I want you to work with her and I want you to watch her. She will be watching you. Let me tell you something. In every relationship, there's a bull and a cow. I'm the bull. You're the cow. You got that? Yeah, I got it. Bull girl. And yeah. he wore a lot of makeup. Do you? I've looked at photos of him from two thousand. He looked yeah. very, yeah, like shiny and fresh. J Lo loves a super manicured man. Put yeah. it that way. Every man that I'm speaking about, 
obviously moisturises, gets his eyebrows done, has oh, an eyelash waxing, tint. Waxing, a lot of waxing. Waxes, spray mm. tans. Every man I'm mentioning does all of those things. Well, Ma- fair enough. Look at the upkeep it would take to... I mean, J-Lo, she's immaculate. She's immaculate. She just wants someone who's on her level. No one is. That's no. the problem. Mark Anthony, closest to being on her level. Uh, Husband yes. of seven years, father of twins, Max He didn't do anything wrong, did no, he? No, no issue with him. Okay, good. He was on her level. Good, okay, you may live. Mark he was Anthony. on her level. Good, she got one. Then nine, Casper Smart. Again, former backup d- d- dancer. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Say no more. Wrong. Shouldn't be wrong. Shouldn't be wrong, though. Should be fine that he's in a lower position. But anyway. No, it's not. Not on her level. But how many how many famous men marry, like, a, a model from a video clip and then they stay with them for ages and ages? Why? It shouldn't be any different. Because men don't feel threatened no, by... No, I know, exactly. But that's the man's issue. Anyway, but that's what you're saying. Continue. I feel the men in her life feel threatened by her success and mm. her dominance, whereas mm. women don't feel that threat. That's mm. why. Clearly. Then we go to Drake. Oh. He's crazy obsessed with categorising women into good and bad boxes. He's always the victim in his songs. He's super whiny. And then I read that he'd, he's buying a collection of Birkin bags for whoever his lucky future wife is. Hotline bling, though. Great track. That's no, a terrible track. Love it. Because it slut shames women it. who aren't good. Go back and listen to those lyrics, y'all. Not good. Okay. Um, and then last but not least, A-Rod, who she's just separated from. Again, Again makeup. Lots of makeup. Lots of spray tan. On her level, though. They've separated. Mm. So now she's gone back through the catalogue, back to Ben. <gasps> she's got out the Rolodex. Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Oh, come on. You do not hope not. You want nah. Jennifer. You do. Nah. No, I don't. Nah. You don't want it for her. No, nah, I don't want it for her. Really? I'm her friend. But you want it for she yourself. She clearly doesn't have a Michael Lucas. She clearly doesn't she have. She should. Oh, I'm happy to offer my services. Well, who's there going, bitch? No. Don't mm. go back. Don't take his call. Block, block, block. Don't do that. You deserve. Who's her hype date person? Who's like, she needs to get on the. Oh my God. Maybe she was on the Raya app and her and Ben matched. Maybe. Oh you really God. need to get on this app. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to apply to get on this app. Just on behalf of everyone listening, why can't regular people get on it? Piss off. I'm successful. Yes, I'm married. I'm on there for like research purposes. <laughs> get on there. Find Zach Efron said, ready to be pleasured. Won't require Well, I know my daughter will be getting on, on there. for you, but... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not saying anything about anything. I think it's great that he's very focused on ladies' pleasure and not his own. Fantastic. <sighs> <laughs> Billie Eilish. <laughs> I suddenly, yeah. We're moving it, to Billie Eilish. Let's just Eilish. say, oh, no, I was, what, she's together with J-Lo? Which I would love, by the way. Oh, no. But, um, okay, Billie that. Eilish, yes, she's had an image change. What do you think? What are your vibes? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited because I thought with Billie Eilish, here's what I thought. I thought we might be in an Alanis Morissette situation, like an amazing breakout, but no real way to move on and she'll forever live in the shadow of how startling that initial period was. That's what I thought was happening with Billie Eilish. And she's changed things up. Mm. She's come out and, and I, of course, I thought of Madonna. Straight oh, away. Straight away, babes. Yeah. Oh. Because we've gone from the Leica version here and then when she came out with Papa Don't Preach and she had the cropped blonde hair and everything was different. The body looked different. The fashion was different. The song was different. All of a sudden the songs were more, they were less sort of like poppy childish songs. They were more social issues songs. I feel like Billy, she's changed it up and I'm ready for it. What's I the agree. reaction? I don't genuinely don't know what the reaction has been. In I mean, world. in my circles it's been positive because I mainly follow feminist, you know, mm. millennial, woke I try to, and also I have one of those, in, two of those in my house, yeah. and both the girls love it, but mainly because it feels like 
Billy chose this direction. I went and read the article mm. in the British Vogue. She's on the front cover of British Vogue dressed in this beautiful design, specially designed corset. I think it was Burberry in a trench coat. And um, it's all very tight-fitting. She's got a natural hair as well, which is the, the well, not natural, but no wig, which is platinum blonde. And I did have a little giggle to myself because my hairdresser's last year and a half has been teenage girls asking for the green roots oh, with yeah. the long black ends, which yeah. turns out was a wig. Smart move. Billy was wearing a wig. Mm. So now all these poor bitches have to get their hair dyed platinum blonde. Oh, I just think about all the teenage girls that were recreating the Billie Eilish look and now they've got to recreate this one. Yeah. Um, she chose it very deliberately. Yeah. Which I love. I feel like, I know I'm probably reading too much into it, but what else is new? <laughs> I feel like this is her showing that she's like coming out of her cocoon of discovery. She was a teenager. She was figuring shit out. And now she's emerging this beautifully fully formed butterfly who knows who she is. This song, Your Power, is her first kind of political non-teenage angst, jealousy, sexuality, you know, mm. getting dumped song. Mm. All the other songs on her first album are, are very of that, yeah, I'm hurting, why did you break my heart, all that stuff, the mm. stuff that teenagers mm. were drawn to. This is a song about sexual abuse, coercion and control. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's about like an actor or a musician because she mentions like, are you afraid you'll lose your contract if people found out? <sighs> yeah, yeah. So this is about someone and the film clip. Like, mm. there's a snake. A boa constrictor. Kind of. Mm. And in my mind, I'm straight away. I mean, is the snake representing a penis, a man, a straight man? I mean, the snake is clearly a metaphor for the straight man that was silencing her. Mm. And <laughs> It is telling what you read into these surreal images, isn't it? It says something about you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I just, I think, I think it's good. I think... She got out in front of it all by saying, I really like it. I chose this. Do what you want to do. Dress how you want to dress. Get surgery. Don't get surgery. She, she just put out this whole live and let live message, mm. which I think was her trying to preempt people saying yeah. they're really disappointed in well, you. Well, I mean, there'd be that element of people go, we love that you were the one pop star that was kind of just didn't care about showing off your body, didn't care about, like, and it's true, that was great, but... But, um, you know, you know, you shouldn't have to be pigeonholed in any particular thing. You should be able to do what you want, as she says. Exactly. And I think that's the thing, like, because she was such a massive presence in so many kids' lives and in pop culture it's one particular kind of brand, mm. now she's, like, switching and pivoting and doing something else. Uh, I think people are like, oh, hang on a minute, I don't. People don't like change. They just don't. So I, I like I feel well they like, don't but they kind of but they but also they'll quickly get bored if people say the same so 100%. we're horrible we're fickle no we're very <laughs> fickle but I think it's great I think she looks confident mm. and strong and now that I know she chose the direction she deliberately wanted to dress as a pinner as a total juxtaposition to the way she was presenting herself before. But also she's got that, even though she had that futuristic look, to be honest, oh. her, her features and everything are very 1940s yeah. sort yeah. of And it's her vibe. choice. And it's also her way of saying, my body, my choice. Mm. I'm in control of my body and I'll present it however the fuck I want, which mm. I respect. And I want my daughters to have that message. So on the whole, I approve. <laughs> she, I'm, I'll let her know. Or you can message her on Raya, whatever you want. <gasps> Do you think Billy's on Raya? I'm going to say probs not. Isn't Raya the name of the... Um, dragon. The Disney dragon movie. Have we got the name wrong the whole web, the whole podcast? No, it's It is, Raya. it's Raya. Okay, that's Raya, R-A-Y-A is the name of the pod, but it's also the name of the magical dragon movie with, with Aquafina playing the dragon, which I mm. watched, which I really liked. Billie Eilish wasn't the only person, M, who was a cover girl this weekend. 
I mean, it, it sounds like you're trying to get me to join Raya with that voice, but okay. Oh, um, I'm glad. No, I was a cover, I was a cover girl. I was very anxious about it actually, <laughs> just for something new. Yes, I was on the front cover of Stella. Um, I didn't get to choose the direction of this sh- of the shoot. Your family has never been prouder. Um, have that? Are they? No. Didn't you have all these messages about like people were going, "Oh my god, you're on oh the cover. yeah, yeah." I got a lot of messages from people like, "Oh, you've made it. This is amazing. This is huge." And I'm like, "Yep." I was a bit sad that that was the kind of thing that tipped them over into I've the sold out successful. Hall multiple times, but you know, sure, okay, sort of the yeah, House. yeah. I've had a best-selling autobiography. It's got nominated for Audio Book of the Year. Nah, nah, it's fine. Got some good pictures taken. Look, thin and young, successful. Mm. Um, no, it was good. The interview was good. I was nervous about that. It, it's been wild, actually. The response. It's the probably the biggest response I've got from anything I've ever done and I just stood there and smiled. So Well that's a lesson. Yeah. Was it? No, they were great pictures. They were great pictures. But also it was because you mentioned ADHD and Oh God, I know. And I keep saying, I'm not talking about it. And then I keep talking about it. And it's like, but that is a symptom of ADHD, chronic oversharing. So I'm like in this weird cycle of I'm not talking about it, but then I like speak about it for five minutes. And it was like ah 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 but I'm doing it at my own pace, Michael Lucas. No, and I just, I think every listener will know that they'll get the full story. Absolutely. Not, they've already got most of it already, but the, the, but the real, di- yeah, yeah. We'll do a whole podcast and we'll yeah, talk about totally. it. Yeah, totally. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a wild ride. So, yes, thank you to everyone who reached out about Stella um, and shared it and bought it. And I wonder what, I wonder if like, I wonder if they sold more. Who knows? Never Who know. knows? Well, it was you. And then on the other flip side was a very buff Roger Corsa <laughs> who, Two of you were paired on screen in my TV show, Party Tree, so I felt pretty proud. Yeah, that was you. This is a long time coming. You started this. <laughs> All right. Um, we should also remind people, Michael Lucas, this is the last week they can hear us on uh, <gasps> any other platform but Spotify. Oh, Spotify exclusive. Yeah. We are officially, as of next week, we're going to have a new theme song. What? Yeah, I haven't played it for you yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to have outro music. I'm going to do credits. It's going to be a whole... So profesh. ...lifted. We've got new microphones now that... Hopefully worked. We don't know. We'll find out. Um, but so, no matter what, if M goes into a period in the podcast, we will still leave it in. That's our Spotify pledge to you. It's fine. Like the toilet paper is really, my vagina's dying. She's just going, it's like. <laughs> that. I've got to go put I'm some really nice, I'm really sorry. You know? There's, would it be, would they sell it at the convenience store? On yeah, the no, I'll send you down to the uh, thing, uh, your shop, the end of the street. But. What I do want you to know is, like, my vision has been through a lot. She deserves organic cotton and breathable fabrics. I don't want her to have anything but She's the best. now in some kind of horrible paper telling hell. Like, it's not good. She's no. probably going to, like, get really upset with me. She's probably going to do stuff. Retaliate in some when way. When my vagina retaliates, it is not good. No. So these are the things, like, I said to my girls very early on, You when you when you leave house, I'll always pay for your undies and, like, sanitary products until you can afford like the best. Right. Yeah. Like there was a time where I was surviving on like two minute noodles, but I was like buying top shelf organic I, cotton. Sorry, everything. just really thought that you were talking about you using two minute noodles as a No, no, no. And I was, I was fascinated. I had no money. If you talk about it being dry, I mean. Oh, no, you wouldn't put a dry two minute noodle, although would it cook in your vagina when you put well, the two minute noodles Well, interesting. Like because it's body temperature, yeah. it's quite hot. <laughs> Could you cook two minute If I was on breakfast radio still, they would make me try and cook two minute noodles in you my vagina. You wouldn't want the packet of seasoning though up there, I don't think. No, I don't. I prefer to put the seasoning in after it's cooked anyway. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You wouldn't want the cheese. 
<laughs> this Although, is really taking a turn. I could probably melt cheese if I had to. I mean, but anyway, I'm going to go and get some organic coffee. But the, the moral of this story is always treat your vision with respect. Always buy nice, breathable undies. Don't put a tampon up there if you don't want to. Don't feel that pressure. Don't conform. And get a nice soft landing pad for it. Put her out to pasture. So that's what I'm going to do. My poor... Sorry, darling. Poor fucker. I'm going to carry that advice with me <coughs> after I go get... Me some pads. Yes, that's what you do. All right. Um, we're stopping recording right now. Bye. This is Emsolation. Oh, anyone hungry? <laughs> Two minutes. I'm so sorry. I've ruined... Two minute noodles forever for everyone. Maggie will probably come after me. Jesus Christ, imagine that. Uh, thank you very much for um, choosing us this week, for coming on that ride. I love you. I see you. Um, I don't know what else to say to you. Come to my tour. Remember, remember, only Spotify next week. Guys, don't forget. I don't want you to be sad and angry and send messages and then my kid's panicking and I'm panicking. It's a lot of panicking going on. Um, I want to also let you know that this podcast is produced by me, M. Rossiano, by Ben Wosley, who's in the room right now. Woo-hoo. Uh, edited by MDV, Mark DeVille. Devilla. Devilla. Mark, I've only ever called him MDV for 12 years. Mark Devilla. It is, all the socials are done by Marcella Rossiano Barrow. All the videos are made by Liam O'Bree and all assisted by my wonderful EA, Jem Evans. We'll be back next week. This is M Rossiano, Maximalist Power Queen, signing off. See you soon, guys. Have a great week. Bye.